You're listening to First Fossil. Welcome to First Basso, a show where we learn together how to take that first basso toward becoming the best versions of ourselves. My name is Candice Olushala, and today is another day to talk about our thanks and gratitude in our lives. And so for this week, I wanted to share my thanks and gratitude to my mentors. I have mentors that I have in person. I have mentors that are like my online mentors as well, just from watching their YouTube channels, listening to their sermons. And with all the mentors that I have in life, I've learned so many things that have edified me, shaped me, molded me, guided me, redirected me, corrected me in ways that other situations have not. And I'm thankful for the spaces where I can ask my questions without fear of being ridiculed or being put down for asking such a question as this or that or the other. And so I just wanted to say thank you to all those mentors, whoever you are, wherever you are, that you would even be willing to, if I know you personally, just pour into me. And give me that safe space to have those conversations. And if you don't know me or I don't know you in person, that you would release content with people like me in mind. So thank you so much for what you all do to impact my life for better. Hey, Candace here. You might not know this, but... Outside of podcasting and public speaking, I actually offer life coaching. So when coaching with me, I create a safe space for us to have real conversations. I get to ask thought-provoking questions and provide tools and principles that I've learned and applied in my personal journey through life. We get to laugh. We sometimes cry. (laughs) But we ultimately get to celebrate the steps that you boldly take through your journey in your life. And then for those who are specifically looking for it or might be a little bit curious as to how this would even fit into their world, I also add a faith-based approach. No matter what season of life you're in with God, and even if you don't know God, I can offer those services as well. Now, coaching is no joke. It takes tough work work. And it's also not for everyone, but it is a great way to help propel you forward into the life that you truly want to live. So if you feel trapped living an unfulfilled life and are ready to shift your perception to break free from your shackled mindset, if you believe that it's time to finally start living the life you have always dreamt of living and are ready to do whatever it takes to make that your reality, 
if you're actually really excited about the idea of living life as your whole self, free to step boldly into everything you were created to be, and if you're ready to embark on the journey to self-acceptance, joy, confidence, true love, and so much more, then head to my website at www.burstbasso.com to fill out the application form today for the possibility of us working together to reach your breakthrough to living your most fulfilled life for the rest of your life. So for today's episode, I wanted to talk about how the first basso is the best basso. This whole podcast is called First Basso. Basso means step in Spanish. And I have learned on this journey of recording this podcast over the last two and some change years that there's always room to grow and learn from different aspects of our lives and from the aspects of other people's lives as well. In my personal life, I have realized that it is that first step that makes all the other steps what they are. The first step sets the stage for where you can go. Not that the steps in the middle can't be shifted, but once you decide to make a shift even in the middle, you're technically taking a first step in a different direction or in a different way. And so I was having a conversation with a friend today about these first steps and why they're so great, even though sometimes they feel very scary and overwhelming and we have our own expectations of what that first step should end up being. I think in our humanness, when we take our first step, we have this idea that we want it to be overnight quick and that the step after that is the step right into all the things we want. But let's be real. Taking that first step isn't exactly the the step that leads us right into the best stages of our lives. There's there's a growth process. There's a purging process that has to happen. So the analogy that I gave my friend today was Egypt, wilderness, promised land. Now, for those of you who are Christians, you might understand this format that I've just laid out. But those of you who are not Christians, you might be wondering, what do you mean by that? But just so everyone's on the same page, there is a story in the Bible about this man named Moses. And Moses saw that the people of Israel, who actually just happened to be his blood family, he was raised as an Egyptian, but he was born as an Israelite. The Israelites were enslaved by Pharaoh and Pharaoh did not allow the Israelites to get their rest. And so Moses went to Pharaoh and said, let my people go. And Pharaoh was like, you're so funny, Moses. 
and actually doubled the work that the Israelites had. Long story short, eventually the Israelites left Egypt. They crossed through the Red Sea. And once they got to the other side of the Red Sea, they had been told that they were going to be going to a promised land. But on the other side of the sea, they ended up in the wilderness. And the whole time they were in Egypt, they were complaining about, oh, Egypt is horrible. Oh, we want to be free. Oh, this is just the worst ever. How do we get out of this situation? Upon leaving their situation and being told, hey, by the way, you're going to be promised this land flowing with milk and honey, and there's going to be great opportunities for you. They got to the wilderness and they were like, oh, we're left here to die. Oh, the world was so much better in Egypt, the very place where they were slaves. So now they're in a space of freedom. They're not yet at the promised land. They've been promised the promised land, but there's a whole space of time called the wilderness where they're actually in basically desert land journeying to the promised land, being reminded of the promise along the way, and yet complaining and longing back for their enslavement the entire time. And so this is an internal battle that we go through when it comes to taking our first step. So we are in Egypt We believe that the life of Egypt is pretty much normal. It's what we've always known. And at some point, a lot of us get to a space where we say, I don't, I don't want to live this Egyptian life anymore. Whatever your Egyptian life is, that might be doing drugs, that might be being down on yourself, that might be having sex with different people, that might be cursing, that might be getting your diet in order, making sure your health is in order. That might be not getting the education that you secretly wanted to get because of fear or whatever the case may be. It doesn't really matter what that is, but whatever Egypt is, and a lot of us have multiple Egypts in our lives, whatever Egypt is for you, when you get to the space where you've decided, I don't want to be in Egypt anymore. First off, we think leaving Egypt is easy, when oftentimes it's not. And sometimes it is. But once we leave Egypt, when we made that first step to walk towards the promised land, I think we just assume that leaving Egypt is like right into the promised land versus this purging period called the wilderness. So once you've made that decision to leave Egypt, The thing that makes this journey and taking this paso kind of challenging is that when we are deemed free, in this case, being free is making the decision to no longer live the life that we have been living up until this point. We forget that the declaration doesn't always match the mind, will, and emotions of that decision. So like for the Israelites, though they wanted to be free and they were free when they got to the wilderness, their hearts and their minds were still back on Egypt because the wilderness didn't give them all the things that they were used to. But here's the thing. 
That's the purpose of the wilderness. The wilderness space of our journeys is to help us purge of the Egyptian ways that we don't want to carry into the promised land. Maybe your promised land is getting married and having kids. Maybe your promised land is getting that degree. Maybe that promised land is becoming a famous superstar. Maybe that promised land is living life sober. But there's a whole battle that you have to wrestle with in your mind, your will, your emotions to get into that space of not just physically being in a promised land, but knowing what you need to do to stay healthfully in the promised land. And so some things that I have done in my journey in wholeness and freedom. One, I have learned that just because the chains have broken doesn't mean the shackles have fallen off. And what I mean by that is what I had just explained. We see that we want to be free. We finally step into that freedom and say, yes, I am free. But the evidence of bondage is still in the mind, still in the heart, still in the actions. It doesn't mean that we're not free. It just means that there's new patterns, new thought processes, new ways to filter through those emotions and thoughts that need to be learned because habits have been built and those habits haven't served us before, yet they are technically a default setting that we have. And now there's a retraining of the mind and the heart that needs to occur, and that might take time. And so that's the first thing I realized is that I was naive in thinking that freedom was an overnight experience, when in reality, it is and it's also not. You can be physically free, you can be decided to be free, but the process of getting rid of the shackles, letting those unlock and fall off of you, make the difference. So first, getting into that space to realize, hey, though my chains have broken, it might take some time for these shackles to fall off, and that's going to take me doing my part, being more self-aware, catching myself in my different stages of life, how I process through information, how quickly I make decisions without realizing all the steps my mind is going through to get to that space, and being able to stop myself when I'm about to do something I don't want to do anymore or I can intervene, or I can jump ahead of myself, or I can make a game plan before I'm ever in a situation that would cause me to cater to my Egyptian ways. Whatever it is that we have to do, that process is part of the going from a physical freedom to a mind, will, and emotional freedom as well. So that first step of becoming free in the decision is fantastic, but there's still more to be done. The second thing I've learned is to enjoy the the wilderness. The wilderness is not glamorous. It's not the high life. It's not getting everything you would have wanted and more. It is specifically a space to retrain and relearn things that you didn't 
know or do before. But to enjoy this space is to look forward to what the challenges faced in wilderness will bring you once you reach the promised land. It would have been worth going through your wilderness season once you taste the milk and honey of the promised land in front of you. So let the motivation of where you're going encourage you to not look back at Egypt and say Egypt was better, but instead say, though this is a difficult season, though this is a challenge, though I feel like I'm being tested left and right, I know that on the other side of all of this is something better than what I experienced in Egypt. And I have to stand firm in my belief of that promised land. So enjoy the things that are very weird and not what you're used to because it means that you're growing. It means that you're maturing. It means that you're choosing better for yourself. You're choosing better for yourself today for the person you want to become tomorrow. And that is beautiful. I just want to pause and say, I'm proud of you when you choose that. And if you're choosing that now, that is amazing. Keep going. Another thing that I've learned is that you don't want to go through the wilderness alone. The Israelites, they had Moses. They also had a ton of other leaders outside of Moses that helped them process through their questions and wonder what to do with the things that they were battling as far as how they were thinking of back home in Egypt and where they were going to the promised land. We all have questions. We all have different thoughts going through our heads. We wonder different things. And this is where mentors, life coaches, pastors, professors, family members, our parents, these people have wisdom for us that we can draw from while we're in the wilderness. The wilderness season is not meant to stay alone in. Yes, there will be moments where you need to do some things by yourself and not have to rely on people, but community makes going through the wilderness so much easier. Getting people to ask those safe questions to will make this process so much lighter and so much worth the fight to get through. It's really challenging when you don't have that community. And so I really encourage that if you don't have community, you don't have a means of pressing forward and figuring things out, there are some great resources on YouTube, on podcasts that can help you press forward in those seasons of life and you don't have to go through it alone. And hopefully there are people that are sent your way that you can recognize in person to be physical mentors that you can talk to and ask your questions and get guidance and wisdom from. And you can also always listen to this podcast as well as a means to find some of that information that you're looking for. Another thing that I have learned in the wilderness season is that not everyone that left Egypt with you 
is going to make it to the promised land with you. And to tack on to that, not everyone wants to leave Egypt. You might be going to the promised land and going through the wilderness season without the people that you would want to come with you. This is really difficult. This is beyond heartbreaking, actually, because that means some relationships might have to be shifted and some relationships might need to be severed completely. It doesn't mean that there's a lack of love or trust or not, well, not trust, but there's not a lack of love or care for people, but there's a love of care for self that is strong enough to choose better. And if that means changing your environment and that environment coming with people and needing to change your friend circles because of that, it's better to do that and let your heart grieve those losses than to stay in Egypt with those that don't want to go to a promised land. And hopefully your decision will be an example for them to want to do the same thing for themselves. Not for you, but for themselves. So if you've already recognized that this is something that you are doing and having to do, I'm going to just go ahead and say I'm so sorry because it's not easy to make those decisions. But again, it's worth it because up ahead, there are new friendships, new relationships, new connections, new community that will serve the purpose of your promised land self that would not have served you in your Egypt self. So keep pressing forward and know that you will have a new outlook on relationships, on connections, on community that didn't exist for you in Egypt. They'll be healthier, they'll be stronger, they'll be more trustworthy, they will be filled with more grace and love and care for you than you can even think or imagine right now. And lastly, the promised land is closer than you would think. Sometimes when we go on this journey, time feels like really long. <laughs> and then sometimes we realize time feels really fast. We wake up one day and be like, wow, I, I've made all these steps. I didn't even realize because every day has felt so heavy. But now that I look back, I've, I've actually made a lot of progress. And it wasn't even that long ago that I did this or I started this or I went on this journey. The promised land is closer to you. It's, it's up ahead. And every time you take a step closer to that, you're getting closer to promised land and further away from Egypt. Every step that you take after the first step is important, is crucial, is to be celebrated. Even when we fall down, even sometimes when we revert back a little bit, doesn't mean that the net momentum isn't forward. And that's what we want to celebrate. That's what we want to be excited about, that we see the growth, even when the growth wasn't perfect, but there's something to be recognized. There's something to be celebrated. There's something to be appreciated and learned for our own growth and our wisdom and our maturity in the person we're becoming. The more times that we look back and, you know, some people say, don't look back, just keep looking forward. 
I like looking back, not necessarily dwelling on what's back there, but just appreciating the distance that I've journeyed. Glancing back and going, wow, man, I did that. That's amazing. And I'm not even that person anymore. I'm better than that person. And I love that. I see my own growth. No matter how big or small, I see it. And I'm proud of the person I am right now. And I'm proud of the person I'm becoming. It's, it's nice to remember and think back. Think back or look back. All that to say, if you are in this process of going from your Egypt to your wilderness and your wilderness to your promised land, don't stop. Don't stop. It doesn't mean that you can't rest your soul in the process, but keep moving forward. Net momentum forward. Regain your community. Re repurpose the community. Get new community. Be fulfilled in things that you weren't fulfilled in before. Enjoy the wilderness. Soak it all up. Sit at the feet of these mentors. Take notes. Learn from each mistake. And become become a fountain of joy. Not because everything is puppies and rainbows, but because you are excited to see who you are on the other side of your perceived self. I am so proud of you. There are levels to this freedom. Your chains are being broken and your shackles will fall off. I guarantee you just keep moving forward. Don't intentionally go back to Egypt. Press forward toward the promised land. It is up ahead. Keep going. You've got this. Well, that's it for today's episode. If you have any questions, thoughts, comments, if you want to be on the show, you can go to my website at www.candaceolushala.com and you can find ways to connect with me on my social medias through there as well and other ways that you can support, whether it's joining my Patreon or just donating to the upkeep of this show. I would greatly appreciate any support that you do, including sharing, liking, subscribing with others. Sorry. Including sharing this podcast with others and liking and subscribing to this podcast. Otherwise, take care, stay safe, God bless, love you all, and have a great rest of your week. Talk to you soon. Bye.